Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the official Chala Toys podcast on Grapple Arcade, the first of 2022. I am Pablo, and with me is the one, the only, the incredibly handsome Jack Slime of Figure Collections. Hello. How are you doing? Hey, how's it going? Good to be here. Have you been tempted to have a figure made of yourself? Uh, tempted, sure, but the reality <laughs> is nobody would buy it. So no one has to buy it. No, it's it's purely a narcissistic thing to do. You know, now that we're in with Chella and the technology is available, you know, we've got to get a line made of uh, people involved with Chella. I think even if it's not for anyone else's uh, benefit, other than other than ours. Yeah, I think that would be pretty fun. Maybe just like kind of some Easter eggs. Uh, put our head, <laughs> put our head somewhere if. Uh, you know, if you notice, then you notice. But uh, yeah, nah, we probably won't do anything like that, at least not for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, the, the the blue mini torsos out there now, which would make sense for me, although I would probably give myself the atom bomb uh, torso. Because um, hey, me, me too, but uh, it wouldn't be a good look for me either. Not a good representation. <laughs> yeah that, and that's the thing we are striving for uh, accurate representations here but um over the past couple of weeks it's been a very busy uh time for cella and announcements across all of the lines um the uh, bone crushing wrestlers line which we will be talking about more specifically throughout this episode uh we'd already talked about the blue meanie and uh the brian clark uh releases um but since then ultimo dragon sonny ono and Dwayne gill who's going to be the main subject of this uh, particular episode. And uh, in the Wrestling Megastars line, my mind has been blown. Uh, there is finally going to be a, a Greg Valentine in the style that previously you would have to have sold your house, two arms, a family member, and several pets uh, to own a version of. And uh, this version is incredible. Um, and for me, is easily the best Greg Valentine ever released. Um, and it, it looks incredible. And uh, of course, uh, Gail Kim, who will be in the Uncensored uh, collection line as well, which is unbelievable because, uh, she, you know, Gail Kim is someone who really deserves to have a figure in that scale uh, to be with all the other greats who have been made in that scale as well. So, uh, yeah, it's very, very exciting. So I can imagine you've had a lot on your plate over the past couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, Chell's had a, a um, I guess, a pretty busy week or a couple weeks, you could say. Um, and then us over here at FC Toys, we're super excited about the Bone Crushers. Uh, we've got uh, the two-pack of Sonny, Sonny Ono and Ultimo Dragon, which um, has never been done. And Sonny Ono has never had an action figure ever. And then Dwayne Gill, also someone who's never had an action figure ever. And fits in with that late '90s uh, time frame that people are, um, you know, excited about when it comes to this particular style of uh, figures with the with the bone crushers. So we're super excited. I know Chell is super excited. So yeah, we're gonna yeah. bring it on. Talk about a gap that is much needed to be filled. That Dwayne Gill figure. Uh, now the first three light heavyweight champions have been made. Um, so, you know, I can personally, obviously, I want this Dwayne Gill figure, but, you know, if if I were to play with them, then Christian's going to get his own back on that uh, light heavyweight title uh, loss. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, it looks uh, it looks incredible. The facial likeness with uh, Dwayne Gill, 
in particular. I'm guessing Chella reached out to, uh, to Dwayne and, uh, you know, had him in mind as someone who had to be made. Um, actually, uh, I did. Uh, me, Jack, whatever you want to call me, over at uh, FC Toys Figure Collections. I've been doing a lot of uh, outreach for uh, Chella or on behalf of Chella. And then also uh, because we're playing such a huge part, we're, we're basically 50-50 with Cello on the Bone Crushers. So uh, with that said, um, I've been doing a lot of the outreach to uh, um, talk to people like Sonny Ono and Dwayne Gill to uh, see if they want action figures made. And it's been quite a journey. And they're just as excited as we are as fans because they haven't had toys made of themselves uh, um, at their respective time periods. Um, which is a travesty. So um, it's it's been fun to announce these and get a reaction out of people. And uh, just between the, the line itself and then just the characters from the past, it's going to be exciting. Well, now the cat is out of the bag on, uh, I believe, uh, five out of six, because there's going to be one more name to be announced, um, which has been talked about. Uh, what has been the, the sort of uh, thinking uh, be sat behind contacting these names because Ultimo Dragon and Sonny Ono is kind of a little out of the box thinking in terms of that bone crushing wrestlers line. Yeah. So for, for me, I was just kind of thinking about people that uh, kind of fit the time period of the mid to late nineties and uh, people who just would make great toys that just haven't had. Um, I mean, they have had an Ultimo Dragon's case. He's had a couple um, action figures throughout his, uh, career as a wrestler but um they were either like foreign releases or um they there's one in like the ruthless aggression line by jack specific and it it kind of uh wasn't very good it didn't have the chest piece mm. and uh, it just felt like it was missing a lot um so i'm also again a fan and a fan of ultimo dragon and a fan of sunny ono the uh the inventor of the selfie so um <laughs> i reached out and he uh, he ran it by Ultimo Dragon, and both of them were on board. So from there, uh, just kind of drew everything up, and we're pretty far along into the process with both of them. So it's pretty exciting, and eventually we'll you know reveal those. But uh, I think we're gonna take our time as far as revealing anything else, just to get things more kind of in the pipeline. Um, so that way. When we do reveal more things, you're not going to be waiting around forever for them, you know, to to come out or to have more information about them, that sort of thing. That makes perfect sense in terms of, uh, you know, spacing things out a little bit. It, we feel I feel like we've been spoiled over the past uh, couple of weeks because not only have we seen uh, blueprints or sketches of um, most of the line and, uh, you know, the Greg Valentine as well, we have now seen uh, what I believe are the finished uh, prototypes of the Blue Meanie and the Brian, uh, Brian Clark figures. But within that time, you have really listened to the feedback and you've changed the uh, the colour of the blue on uh, the Blue Meanie's logo on his uh, shirt. So, you know, that, that just goes to show that, you know, figure collections and Chella do listen uh, to the fans and, if possible, are able to make immediate changes. So was that something that, like, stood out to you in terms of looking at the feedback? Because, I mean, the feedback's been like completely positive really because again if you're a collector of that line you know there's no one who has been announced that i think you would be unhappy with certainly 
Yeah, I would hope so. And um, so we we definitely listen to the feedback and thankfully it's not so far along into the process that something like the color can't be changed on Meanie's shirt. Um, so, and then having Meanie on board with the change too is, was, you know, kind of a motivating factor. Um, but yeah, I think originally we had just looked at uh, some reference picture that had a very uh, dark blue. And um, I think we somehow both registered that as uh, as a purplish color. And then um, after listening to the feedback, it seemed like uh, we should probably change it. So we did. And um, that's not the only thing, actually. So we're um, currently working on trying to... Um, not correct. I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with Brian Clark's, uh, the way the legs would move. Currently they kind of kick outward the way that like, say somebody that like a cane would have, yeah. um, with, uh, what we're trying to do is we're trying to fix it. So, or change it rather so that it'll be kind of more like a, an inward kick. So say if you're like a Steve Austin about to do the stunner, kind of like that style of kick, you know? So, um, I don't think it's too far along and that we can't change something like that. So uh, that's what we're going to do. And uh, it's all because of the feedback. And um, also, uh, if we're being honest, uh, series two is something we're, we're already planning and we've gotten pretty far into that process as well. And um, someone like Adam Baum, his, his legs with the knee pads, that's, that's kind of like a, something that is probably going to be fairly common from that time period. So if we can get that down as perfect as possible. So if we end up using it again, say like, you know, somebody would have in the past or even somebody would today, you know, with modern toys, they reuse parts all the time. Um, I think that's the best course of action. And uh, again, it's because of the feedback. So uh, keep letting us know how you feel. If you're, if you're a listener and you've seen our products and, you want to share your constructive feedback as long as you're positive about it uh we'll see what we can do to get it done yeah you have really been quick on the draw uh with that and um so with, with the adam bomb legs what you know to take us into the uh the design process what has to change uh, does the like the crotch piece have to change to accommodate different legs or is it just the legs that need to be changed and do you have legs that were going to be used for another figure at hand that you can use or do you have to start from scratch with that um well uh i'm not um probably the best person to ask as far as like the production side of things go um i've been told that it can be done and so that's kind of the direction we're taking it hmm. um i i think you i think it would probably be best described as it was just kind of the way that the the crotch piece was designed so um, the legs kind of had that outward kick, um, and I'm not exactly sure if something maybe just got lost in translation or whatever, but, uh, we were kind of striving for that inward kick from the beginning. Uh, so we're just going to fix it now and, and be on our merry way. <laughs> yeah, and with these figures, they, you know, they, in my opinion, could be classed as the definitive versions of the figures as well. Cause you, you're not, you know, uh, the line isn't skimping on accessories when there are iconic accessories, such as Sonny Ono's camera or, uh, Brian Clark's goggles and, uh, you know, the likenesses of them. Um, again, this is more of a, uh, uh, a design thing but it's kind of a 
it's a hard thing to do because these aren't real scan type figures. So the artist interpretations, they have to look like them, but they also have to look like the previous line, which is kind of like a, not exactly like a photograph, if you get what I mean. So there is, you know, it, it feels like there's a very fine line to draw between almost making them too photo realistic, I guess. Is that something that has been talked about? Uh, to a degree. Yeah. So I, I think the best way to describe it um, to what you're saying is uh, it is a tribute line. However, we're not looking to replicate any like old stuff necessarily mm. or at all, really. I mean, we want we want the art to be very similar in style. We want stuff to fit in from your collections from the 90s. And uh, that's important to us. And uh, we we expect people are going to be, you know, opening these up and, you know, feeling them with their hands and maybe even using them for photography purposes. So uh, getting, getting the design correct is, is important to us. So, and I think that's what we're going to do, but at the same time, we're not going to, we're not going to be, you know, photocopying any parts from, from the early days and uh, again, not replicating any, any parts. So um, we're, we're going for our own designs and, uh, I think that's the best course of action, but again, everything's going to fit in with what you had from the early days. And I think you can already tell that based off of the art that you've seen. So hmm. it's, it's a very ambitious, uh, in my opinion, first, uh, wave as well, because it feels like no similar or same parts have been used for any of the figures i mean the the uh the Dwayne gill figure uh that torso is probably going to be so unique to him because it's so not defined at all and it, it captures it perfectly um and yeah that one would be very tough to reuse <laughs> <laughs> and, and and i must say i inspired choice of hands uh for the blue meanie and arms uh for the meanie dance um mm-hmm. yeah, yeah absolutely Oh yeah, you know, especially it's it's making the most of the fact that, you know, that line it does have five parts of articulation. Um, so there are other creative ways you can go about being able to pose the wrestler realistically, without having to rely on say arm articulation, which is something that you know that line never really had uh, on the whole. Um, so yes, yeah, I'm really inspired. Uh, you know, choices for body parts and stuff like that. And I, I love that uh, Dwayne Gill does have his tattoo as well. Yeah, he does. It's it's pretty fun. And uh, so I think on the, the artwork that we've been sharing, it does say five points of articulation, but um, I do want to say for some for some figures when it's feasible, like for Manny, for instance, hmm. uh, where we can do that head rotation, there's going to be six points of articulation. So you'll have that... Uh, that waist motion, you'll have the upper leg motion. Um, so that's three right there. And then you'd have the arms, which is five and then the neck, which would make six. Um, so again, that's something we'll do when we can, I can't promise it'll be something we do with every figure. Mm. Um, but I think that's something to look forward to, especially because that wasn't something that was done in any previous lines in the style, as far as I'm aware of. Yeah. With, um, in terms, because I know we've talked about scaling before, and uh, you know, the original line didn't exactly pay the closest attention to scaling as well. You know, it's it's more about having the best parts for the individual figure. So, are you able to compare 
say the Dwayne Gill to the Brian Clark figure, would Dwayne Gill be much shorter than Brian Clark or would there be kind of similarities in scaling with that? Uh, the plan is for it to be a, like a smidge uh, smaller, just not uh, too much smaller. Uh, yeah. Again, scaling wasn't important um, on the on the whole with uh, with figures from the 90s across any line, not just wrestling, but, you know, you look at like Marvel toys from Toy Biz in the 90s and they were all virtually the same size, even the ones that were drawn to be a lot larger in the comic books. So, mm-hmm. uh, so again, it'll it all kind of be the same size across the board, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, for the most part. Um, if, if we, you know, cross any, you know, size boundaries and, you know, it seems appropriate to make someone a, a lot larger or smaller then that's what we'll do. Um, but again, so like someone like Dwayne, Dwayne Gill, he isn't going to be like, uh, you know, tremendously shorter than Brian Clark, for instance. Mm. Well, I think that, I mean, that's certainly as a, as a collector of those figures, uh, you know, I, the Sid figure, for example, you know what I mean? Like, he's not exactly taller than anyone else. and But it didn't matter exactly. because for me, as a, as a kid at the time, you know, you do use either your imagination or whatever, or you're able to maybe suspend disbelief or, you know, but when you look at the figure, as long as, for me, as long as it's in proportion, as you know, if Dwayne Gill had... Uh, you know, ridiculously long legs, it wouldn't work, but everything is in proportion with him as is with everyone else as well. Um, you know, so you can tell, you can certainly tell that uh, the care and attention has been put into all of these figures. And, uh, you know, the Sonny Ono figure is amazing. Um, it just captures that manager's style of that figure so well. Um, I'm guessing as well that with a figure like Sonny Ono, he wouldn't would he not have movable legs i'm guessing in the style of the old managers that is correct so his legs are pretty much going to be posed um and that you know just kind of standing up position uh i think that's probably what's best because that's what people are kind of expecting i think yeah um and also i've seen the i've seen the prototype um we're not ready to share it or anything uh, but it's it's perfect. Um, it's probably my one of my favorites, or if if not my favorite, uh, I mean it's it's going to be up there. Uh, not just from the art point of view, but uh, again, the prototype is is flawless. So I'm excited uh, when we get to drop that on people. Uh, but yeah, it does it does very much resemble um, something you know that you would have had in your collection from the old days for sure. Is is the small print just to uh, you know stay true to the original line? Is that going to be there? Some figures may not come with bone crushing action. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's, I think that's kind of probably the best course of action. Again, um, just to stay true to the past. Um, not not everybody's going to need it. Like I, I can't imagine a whole lot of people out there like clamoring for Sonny Ono to have like you know the rubbery leg feel. So, um, <laughs> and again, I'm I'm looking forward to the Sonny Ono figure as a collector myself too. So, uh, given given his size, I, I might have said this the last time I was with you, but uh, given his size, it should still fit in regardless of what era of you know collecting, as long as it's not just you know your retro collector if you're someone who collects stuff in the six inch size this will be good for you 
That's great. And I mean, I don't know. So this is just me purely speculating uh, before anyone writes letters. But one thing I love about everyone who has been announced for uh, for Series 1 so far, they have had other outfits as well. So it's not out of the realms of possibility that, you know, I guess repaints or whatever could happen. Uh, again, I don't know. Uh, you know, I can imagine Charles is having a heart attack with me saying this, but uh, this is just purely <laughs> speculation. Um, but it it just leaves the doors open to anticipation and using your imagination on what could come next. And uh, that's that's very exciting for me. Uh, so when when you reached out to Dwayne, I mean, was he probably the most taken back that someone would want to make a figure of him? Uh, he. He was, uh, it's hard to say, I, he was uh, happy about it. I think he was optimistic about it in the sense of like, oh, someone wants to make a toy of me. Well, let's see if it actually gets done. Mm. And then once I kind of presented um, the artwork and uh, we started to talk a little bit more about it, uh, he knew we were serious about it. And um, he's he's super happy to be on board. Again, He's he's someone who never had a toy and, was well deserving of one and it's it's wild that he never did and um he he think he thought it was just as much of a travesty as we did <laughs> uh, but <laughs> i can imagine him saying that yeah. <laughs> his career if you kind of like go back it kind of fell in like a transitional period uh between like toy lines mm. um and s- same with like someone like the blue meanie so i think that could kind of explain why toys never happened for those guys and again as as you've noticed uh these while they're gonna look like you know toys from the past there there isn't really anything um identical to it or similar to it even uh because you know Dwayne looks so unique and then Meanie looks so unique um the parts themselves they're they're just different they're they're built different Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Dwayne had probably one of the most auspicious uh, debuts I think I've ever seen at uh, Survivor Series when everyone was expecting Shawn Michaels to be the mystery opponent against Mankind and people were even chanting HBK. And Vince goes through that huge long speech about how he was a cornerstone of the WWF and uh, to to sheer sheer confusion, uh, Dwayne Gill comes out to possibly the greatest, cheesiest entrance music of all time when the fireworks nearly uh, give him a heart attack. It's good stuff. Um, So, like, it was something like, oh, maybe less than a month later that he won the light heavyweight title. I still still haven't forgiven him for that because Christian is my favourite wrestler. Um, But he had that title... Uh, through the gimmick change and everything until all throughout 1999 and then into 2000 when he eventually lost it to S.A. Rios. But when he changed uh, gimmick to, you know, the figure that is being made, uh, those were some of the highlights of those roars, uh, you know, because people didn't know what to expect the first time he came out. And uh, his first match was against Luna uh, when he said... Uh, you can't be next, but you can be first. <laughs> and uh, he didn't stand much of a chance against Luna. You can recreate the, the Dwayne Gill-Luna match. Oh, that's exciting. See, th- that this is, is exciting. This is exciting. This is making dreams come true. Um, <laughs> 
so yeah uh and then he had that uh very memorable Royal Rumble appearance where he lasted about what 10 seconds and Edge eliminated him uh in short uh shrift. And um I think one of the last matches um uh, I remember of him was in the UK when he faced a uh, Tiger Ali Singh and he got a lot of offense against him and stuff like that. And that and that you know he must have had so much fun doing that because that was such an unexpected career turn for him when he was actually winning some matches, but you know, and yes, losing a lot of matches, but it was a fit within the character and everything. And, uh, you know, he has his place in history, certainly. And, you know, not many wrestlers during the Attitude Era, when everyone's title reigns were maybe like a week long, no one had the, a title for over a year. Um, and I can imagine that he's still like incredibly proud of that and still makes appearances to this day uh, because of, that uh that time period which is which is wonderful so you can recreate the rock concert from 2003 as well <laughs> yeah you have ton, tons of choices so many options um Dwayne is a super wonderful guy to chat with and like i said he's super excited about his toy i i'd say you should have to have him on uh, the podcast and i'm i'd be happy to arrange that i, I know he'd love to come on he he's a super wonderful guy and um it's been it's been an honor again just to to work on his toy and not just his toy but everybody's in the first series and uh, the the last person I think is gonna I know we haven't talked about this yet but I think the last person is probably gonna uh, melt people's heads the most <laughs> as far as uh, what we've announced and and then this which we haven't announced yet but see I had we're gonna to get... hold off on that for a while probably yeah. um before we announce anything try to get a little further into the process uh again and also um series two being in development as well um i think uh our strategy going forward probably is just going to be more just to not reveal as much and maybe just kind of uh shoot what's the expression um we're not going to just talk the talk. We're going to walk the walk. So uh, how's that? <laughs> well, you certainly, you certainly have been. And and I had a very educated guess for the final name, and it's not uh, that person. Uh, so I'm I'm very excited. Like the, the possibilities of who it could be. Um, because the thing is as well, with it being such a very concentrated time period, anyone who gets announced feels like it's a, an important gap that is missing from that line. Uh, even if they're from another company, but there's no reason why, you know, more names from another company can't be made now. Um, so then this whole new roster kind of opens up. Uh, it, yeah, it's very, very exciting. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just glad to be along for the ride with, uh, with this. So um, in terms of, uh, in terms of pre-orders and everything, is there any news that you can give with regards to uh, the Adam Bomb and the Blue Meanie? Because I believe a date was put out there. Yeah, Brian Clark and Blue Meanie, those uh, pre-orders will be available on uh, January 22nd, which is a Saturday. And uh, they will be available at shop.figurecollections.com for uh, US, Canada, North America customers. And uh, if you live in the UK or surrounding areas and you want to order from Cella Toys directly, you can uh, at cellatoys.net. So those are your two options as far as the uh, BCW pre-orders go for the Blue Meanie and Brian Clark. 
and you know you've got to be quick because as we've seen with uh, other figures that uh, Cello have been putting out there, they do sell out. And once they sell out, that is kind of it. So we don't know. I mean, do you know what the run is going to be for these? Is that anything that we can say online? If there's going to be numbers or if it's going to be made to order or uh, is there anything that you can say with regards to that? Um, the plan is to have as many available as possible. I'm comfortable saying that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I want to divulge uh, exact numbers on people yet. Yeah. But the plan is if if you want to get a pre-order the first week or so, no matter what, you're going to have a chance to get one. Um, after that, uh, I will keep people updated as far as pre-orders go if we're running low on those. Um, but again, uh, if, if you order within the first week, you're going to be more than guaranteed to get the toys that you um, are hoping to get. Uh, like I said, beyond that, uh, just keep updated with cello toys on social media, as well as figure collections on social media. Um, we're doing all the social media in regards to FC toys as well at the moment. Um, maybe keep an eye out cause I might separate the two accounts at some point, mm. uh, just in case you don't want to get all the updates about our retail store in Indianapolis or any of our other projects we're working on. Well, that's something that uh, is probably going to happen with this uh, podcast as well, that it will have its own uh, socials going forward as well. Um, That's something that, you know, I'll be chatting with the head honchos at uh, Chala about because uh, the plan is to hopefully grow the podcast and take all the listeners along for the ride, hopefully getting some listener questions uh, and we can delve hopefully maybe a little more deeply on uh you know plans going forward or talk about you know the the names that have already been announced and uh, we're going to start doing some more deep dives on uh the the careers of uh you know the wrestlers that have been announced uh hope that i'd imagine there'll probably be more interviews such as the brian clark and the bwo interviews that have already been conducted and uh yeah just happy to be along for the ride so where can people find you on uh on your socials if you want to follow figure collections you can over at facebook.com backslash figure collections you can uh check out our youtube over at youtube.com backslash figure collections instagram at figure underscore collections and twitter at fig collections and if for any weird reason you want to follow me on instagram (laughs) my handle is jack underscore slime that's great. And uh, for now, you can check out Turntruckle on Instagram where uh, updates about the shows uh, that are being released on Grapple Arcade, such as the Turntruckle show, uh, where there are a whole range of guests and as well as the official Teletoys podcast and as well as just random pictures of, uh, you know, cans of soda from Israel from 1994 and other such pieces of wrestling memorabilia that uh appeal to a very niche audience uh, if you want to check out that kind of stuff as well as many cat pictures uh <laughs> i am uh Tuntrickle on on instagram so yes i want to thank everyone for tuning in to this latest edition of the official cello toys podcast much more to come and we will see you all next time thank you